many months um but we're here we're doing it and we're in our stealers here because you already know he waste he raised a winner okay steal the nation all day <laughs> let's go let's go so of course we're going to provide you with some updates the only update we have is that corona is still around we are still in quarantine we are still washing our hands we are still being clean we're still spending time with family the lord is still god amen that's it yes. <laughs> So that's my only update. It's Corona still here. That's all everybody is talking about. It's all over the news. We don't really have much else to talk about. Um, he's still working on his book. I'm still in real estate school. I'm still in MIT class. I'm still trying to lose weight. None of that has changed. So that's all we got for today. Um, timeline rant. Since we're in Steelers gear, we're going to talk about Mr. Tom Brady. Uh, pretty boy. <laughs> he has announced that he is leaving the New England Patriots. He has been a Patriot for 20 years of his life. He said that it was a pleasure working for them. The daily commitment to winning and creating a winning culture built on great values. He's grateful. Blah, blah, blah. We don't care because we're Steelers fans. We don't care. But he's a football person. I mean, so am I. But he kind of follows this more than I do. What are your thoughts on Mr. Brady leaving the Patriots? Good riddance. I have to love and hate Tom Brady. Hey, I respect him. Um, I was a Michigan fan. Most people, he was six round draft pick. Um, I was excited when he was. I was upset when he was uh, selected by the New England Patriots. Uh, but I did tell everybody that he was going to upseat. Um, I forgot the quarterback at the time. Um, I, 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 hey, I was a Michigan Wolverine fan. Still a <laughs> Michigan Wolverine fan. So you know, I loved Tom Brady until he played Pittsburgh, and then. Mm. He's just been a Pittsburgh killer for all these years. Yeah, you know, you know, we, we know the we know Tom Brady and, and Belichick, and you know, we got to put some question marks around some of them Super Bowls. However, mm. uh, much respect, and I'm sure wherever he's going to go, he, he's a winner. He's going to be successful. So, uh, just kind of glad he's going from New England. Right. So, uh, you know, okay. <laughs> okay. What can I say? We could use Brady. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, we're, you know, can't beat them, we just don't like the Patriots. <laughs> exactly, can't beat them, join them. I know that's right. Yeah, so that's what's going on in the football world. I mean, Mr. Corona, Tom Brady is a free agent. I never thought I'd see the day, but it happened. Yeah. I mean, he's a 42nd, 42 year old quarterback, and, you know, I'm, I'm more so interested to see how well he's going to do outside of that New England system. Right. You know, um, I've always said that was it the. I mean, I knew Tom Brady was good, like I said, a Michigan fan, but that good for, you know, that period of time, mm. that dynasty, I think it's going to be interesting. And if he doesn't play well, then people's going to, you know, put it on his age at 42. But if he does play well, then he's always already going to go down as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. So, um, What's the average rate of somebody retiring? I mean, rate, average age, that's what I meant. Uh, he's way he's That's way, what I thought. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I mean, quarterbacks retire much older because they're most the most protected in uh, on yeah. the field. So I mean, like Ben Roethlisberger is 38 right. years old. So um, you probably would look at probably around 38 is the, probably the average for quarterback. Mm. So Tom Brady is actually again defying the odds. So you have right. to give him that that much credit. But hey, as a 42 year old, if he can do what he's doing, you know, 
much obliged to, right. to that brother. Much respect, yeah. Brady. Yeah. I don't know how many more years you got out here, but much respect. Absolutely, much respect. absolutely. Cool. All right. So part of me being, well, part of him being a girl dad is he raised his daughters as winners and Steelers fans. Um, so we're doing our girl dad segment. For those of you who don't remember, um, the hashtag girl dad was everywhere on social media after the passing of Kobe Bryant because he had all girls and he was extremely committed to um, the upbuilding of women's sports, especially basketball, volleyball as well. His oldest daughter played volleyball. So there was a bunch of dads, who girl dads, who were sharing their girl dad story, who were sharing pictures and all that stuff. So I thought it would be dope to bring my girl dad on the show to talk about the experience of being a girl dad and all that good stuff. All the good stuff of raising girls, right? All right. All right. So my first question for you is, what experiences that you would like to share have you had with being a girl dad? I think it's most wonderful. I, I wanted a daughter, um, and I wanted a son, but I wanted my son first. Um, I think every man wants their yeah, boy you know, first. <laughs> I was young. I was in college, and you know, it just kind of falls in. But I tell you, it was the it's a wonderful experience, and, and I'm glad God knew what was best for me. Um, then I knew it was best for me. I, it's, it's it's just an awesome experience. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world. And my girls are are my boys and my, and my girls. You know they they everything. So we I get just, it done. I love it. I love it. We get it done. I, absolutely. <laughs> you know they both played basketball. They played football. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't really play you know, football. Kia was more. Kia and I don't mom played football. I don't even know how to hold the ball. So. You know, and Tati was you know basketball player and everything else. So. It was, and track and it was nice you know this is a wonderful experience uh, awesome so yeah. what makes you proud to be a girl dad i think everything honestly <laughs> um you know people always talk especially growing up about the connection between the father and son but i think the connection between the father and daughter is is much closer honestly i think the son becomes closer to the mother and as the, the, the mother trains and teaches and you know educate the daughter on a lot of things but i think that that connection that closeness is with that father for the daughter um and that's what makes me proud is my, my daughters they take care of me they look out for me and and uh and when you can have that as i mean i can only imagine kobe brown was he was playing uh, basketball still on his daughter but it's as good as she she was you know, playing basketball it, it's, it's a beautiful thing so um so yeah you know I'm 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 excited that uh, I am a girl dad and, and my girls turned out awesome you know yeah I think we're pretty awesome too just saying well, you are honestly <laughs> she she really is she's not gonna do it um so I have a question in regards to legacy so when we think about men and the reason why they want to raise boys is because they think that their boys want to uphold that legacy they're going to be this they're going to do that. Um, how do you think that works if you've only had girls who who won't necessarily maybe not carry their last your last name because they may get married? But what do you think legacy has to do with being a girl dad or raising girls? Do you think that could still be a thing? Like, I don't know how to word this question, but see, I, I think legacy is in the maker. It's it's, it's not in the in the protege. I, I really do. I think. Uh, Every individual would make their legacy, and then whether the boy or girl who's an offspring, they they just simply become a part of that legacy. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm working hard um, to to make and to build that legacy and to leave a legacy with my name on it. 
and then I think Tatiana and, and, and uh, Takia and anyone else is building their legacy. They always will be attached to my legacy, but they will not be my legacy. Um, and then that's Tatiana with everything that she's doing. She's going to leave a legacy, whether she have a girl or a boy, it's going to uh, be attached to her legacy. So I think it's what you do in terms of uh, you know legacy, what you leave behind and then what you want, because you don't just want your offspring to be attached to it. If it's a true legacy, everyone who is affected by it, who is touched by it, um, will be attached to that legacy. Cool. All right. So but I have one last question, but before I get to that, I'm going to talk about my points in having a father figure in my life and what that meant to me and the things that I've learned. So the first thing was independence. So needing only yourself being confident in what you have to offer and understanding how to bring greatness to the table. I think, um, I mean, you know, my mother taught me those things too, but I think it was more important coming from the male figure in my life because, you know, you have some females who are so dependent on men to buy a house or dependent on men to do things. But I was taught to be independent, learn that what you have to offer is just as great as what he has to offer. You don't have to wait to be great to be with somebody else. Um, so what advice would you give? I know you gave it to me, but um, what is a point that you that you would give to a single woman or even a married woman who needs to learn how to be more independent from a male perspective? Um, yes. I remember that there's a table and you're sitting on one side and somebody else is sitting on the other side. Um, it doesn't matter if, if you're male or female, but because we are talking girl dad, make sure that you're bringing something to the table and not looking for what the other person is bringing because that would leave uh, dependability. You don't want to have to depend on any man. And right. You do not want him to feel like you're depending upon him because that leads to issues of control and sometimes control can lead to uh, different types of abuse. Um, you're setting yourself up when you put yourself in that dependability. So I think you should bring something to the table um, so that it's a, it's a partnership. And that's what God intended. You know, uh, Eve was Adam partner and the job was to till the ground to have dominion over the earth that's their job and then he gave him uh, or them partnership so whenever you go into a marriage and people do not understand this but marriage is a business um beyonce jay-z whether you believe it or not it's a business um you know so uh will smith and jay it's a business so their name is just connected as much as by anything you may not be as famous and probably glad that you're not, but your marriage is a business. So if he's bringing A to the table, you should be planning on bringing B to the table. And then when you put A and B together, then you build upon it as a foundation. Whether it's a male or a female, no woman should accept the man who doesn't bring anything to the table. And no man should accept the woman who doesn't bring anything to the table. How are we going to build this business? And that's how it should be looked at. Awesome. Um, and the second thing that I've learned is about relationships. So guarding your heart and making good decisions. And then it kind of goes with number three, which is self-worth. Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as relationships and self-worth, what do you think? Um, cause you can learn this from your mother, all these points you can learn from your mother. But to me, I feel like it's a greater impact when you have a father figure in your life and you're able to learn that from the male perspective. Um, what advice or what points would you give in regards to what I said in regards in regards to relationships and self-worth guarding your heart and all that stuff um read the eve effect when it comes out 
Hey, okay. I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> that's my advice. That's definitely a good um, point. You know, there's a chapter, actually there's a chapter in the Bible, uh, in, the, in the book, um, uh, dealing with self-worth. And, um, and, and when you don't have that male figure, see, it's not just having a male figure, it's what type of male figure that mm -hmm. you have, um, that connection, because a, a lot of times when, you know, as we get as we get older, um, sometimes we look for the validation. Um, you want that validation to come from someone positive or God. I mean, as a male, I grew up um, separated from my father, not without my father, but separated from my father. And, but the validation has to be with something higher, greater, something that you can aim towards. And that was my brother. Um, you know, that's before I found God. It was my coaches. So for for women or girls, make sure um, that it is someone or that you know, not someone that you idolize. I'm talking about even if like it's Kobe, you don't really know him. You know, you just know of him. Find something that you, someone that you're intimate, um, know like how they are, and then and that's what you attach you know you, yourself onto it and most importantly and I, again um it, that would be spelled out in the, the evil facts i'm not trying to plug that <laughs> in there but again um your your connection to god because self-worth is so and so important and as a counselor for over 20 years that's one of the biggest things that i know is that a lot of women do not recognize their own worth mm -hmm. and when you do you get taken advantage of you know, you don't know what you're worth, and someone else knows what you're worth, then, then they would take advantage. But if you come into this relationship knowing your self worth, um, then you're respected as a partner and not as a, a, a sub partner. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you've mentioned you've been a counselor, um, you are a pastor, and you've encountered many women who did not grow up with a father figure in their life. Even if you are counseling small children, they may not have a father figure currently. And as women, they don't have a father figure in their life. What type of advice would you give them in regards to do they need a father figure in their life? Um, what are the impacts of them not having one? Just what do you, what are your thoughts and what are your advice to both little girls who may not have a father figure and women who currently still don't? You know, um, I know th this is kind of hard to, and I actually told her this is pretty difficult uh, question to answer because I have to be careful in how I answer it. Um, it is great to have a male figure uh, as well as a female figure. You know, two-parent home is great, but we realize that, um, you know, we, we can't be everybody. We cannot control everyone, et cetera. So um, do you need it? No. I mean, I, like I said, I grew up without my father, but I had a relationship with my father. And my mother was my mother and father. Um, but what you do need is the ideology. You need someone that you would that you were aimed towards. You need a goal. So uh, who is that person? Sometimes it doesn't have to be someone who is uh, literally there, but someone that you may know about something and you and, and say, this is, this, this is what I want. Um, also, again, in my book, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, we talked about self-goals that validates self-worth. And in other words, this is what I want. Um, as, as growing up, I wanted to be a certain kind of father because I didn't have that type of father in my life. But to be the kind of father and have the kind of family, I needed a, a kind of woman. So I uh, I turned down dates and uh, opportunities because they didn't fit 
within my rule. You, you gotta have rules because you have to, and those rules have to be designed so that you can reach your goals. And family should be a goal, but what kind of family you want? What should it look like? And so you have to find that person. And it, you know, again, that's not gonna not gonna be to tell that person from in the mall or at the gym across the street based on their biceps and triceps. <laughs> You're not. You don't have to get to know them, but you already have an idea of what what am I looking for. But remember now. To have that ideal, you have to set yourself up to be uh, attracted to that ideal. You know, uh, certain things attract certain things. So I had to position myself so that I can attract that kind of woman, so I can have that kind of family. So you have to position yourself, you know, to to do the same thing. So it's a very difficult uh, question. I would advise them to have rules, um, know their self worth, be consistent. Uh, do do not. Uh, uh, Divert uh, from your rules, from your goals. Uh, find somebody with like-minded. Um, improve yourself. A lot of time during this period of time, we're looking so much at others and 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 not focusing on ourselves. Build yourself, and while you're focusing on yourself, one thing about men, we pay attention. You know, and we like to see um, when a woman is uh, focusing on who she is and better because of what we look at is an opportunity for us to get better. We will never tell you that, you know, but honestly, that's yeah. true. So when you're dealing with you, whether you're a young girl or and you're going to focus on building yourself, you know, pay attention if you're a woman, put that focus on you, build yourself worth, develop rules, develop an idea of what you're looking for and aim and be consistent and, and don't and don't turn back. I think growing up with a lot of friends, not having a male figure, first of all, share my dad with everybody. He has more kids than just me and my sister. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's, it's a blessing in disguise sometimes. Um, but, it, I mean, it's an honor, too. I don't mind sharing him. But going back to um, women who don't grow up with, with, with a father or a father figure, I think it, it starts to affect them when it starts to get to time for them to date or time for them to get married i think when they grow up they're always like okay you know i'm gonna prove him wrong he was he wants to be in my life he should have wanted to be in my life i'm gonna you know be this great woman so that he can see what he missed out on but then you feel it more when they start to have a relationship with another male or when they start to get married then it's kind of like it sinks in i don't have a dad to share this moment with to share this father-daughter dance with to share this conversation with so I think that's really when it's like from experience, like I said, seeing females without a father. I think that's really when it sinks in, not being able to have that conversation with their father. You know what I mean? So you said you don't necessarily need by what when it comes to dating and when it comes to that portion of their life. I feel like you kind of need that male perspective, right? Well, um, and that's why I say it was a difficult question, because a lot of the the. the trauma and the turmoil that I account that I uh, encounter mm -hmm. as a as a counselor was females who did not have their father figure and they found themselves in in various types of relationship that they shouldn't have been mm -hmm. in um, because the person was a father figure to them now, now now hear me see every father is not always a good father yeah but just to have a father figure um, it, they were accepted so that's why I'm saying that, okay, well, you really don't need it. It is a, it's a privilege. It really is. It's a privilege. It is an honor to be able to have, to sit down. But as you said, you share me with others. You have to have someone or something that you can um, bounce ideas off, get advice from. So you may not have that person in your life. 
um, I mean, I'm through your father in your life, but you have a person in your right. life that you can that you can you know go to ask those questions. Uh, like I said, it could be a coach, it could be it could mm. be a, a, a library. If we still have librarians, um, <laughs> uh, a teacher, you know, or, or a pastor or a minister or your girlfriend's father, you mm-hmm. know, if, if, you know, if he's open up. So that's what I mean. You just have to have those things that I said, you need to find something to have that self-worth. So I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I can tell you num- numerous amount of um, uh, young girls, you know, adolescents, younger, young adults who are really, really suffering from that, that lack of father in their life. And you can see it in their behavior, but they also don't know their self-worth. They didn't seek out um, the help. And sometimes, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and they keep it in. It's a pride thing. And they don't, they don't talk about it. Once they find that, like when they come to me, they've already made numerous mistakes. Mm. They make the mistakes, but if they had it, Younger, if they saw that out, or their parents or their mother saw it, yes, I do think it would have been better. So, yes, it is very important. I agree with you. But at the same time, and is it a privilege? Yes. Is it great to have? Yes. Do you need it? You know, I got to be careful how I said it again. No, but you do need it if you're not going to follow those guidelines and seek out, you know, the, the answers that you need, the help that you need. Because if you don't do that, then yeah, you're going to find, you will learn the effect of, of the absence of a, absolutely, the absence of a father. Cool. Tough question. That's all I had. <laughs> Short and sweet. Just wanted to give everyone a different perspective on the Girl Dad segment. Like I said, everybody was sharing, you know, how proud they were to be Girl Dads and things Absolutely. like that. But I wanted to go in depth because, like I said, I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast who didn't have a Girl Dad moment to share. Um, so hopefully this encouraged you to, even if you're 40 years old, there's still a possibility that you can find that father figure if you feel like that's a void that you need. Um don't feel like you're being left out if you didn't have that father. You're still a powerful woman. You're still great. You're still going to do great things. Um, and that's all that matters because at the end of the day, God is the best father, right? Absolutely. He is the good girl. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Tea Time will be back again next week. Peace out.